0: Welcome home to philosophy, where we wonder about everything and anything is possible. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Corey, the Laughing Philosopher. Life is complicated, the world is complicated, and you are complicated. Figuring out how to live a happy, meaningful life, guided by wisdom and reason, is not easy. Is life a game? What is love? Should I fear death? Is this a just world? Almost from the moment of birth, you've been told how to behave, how to fit in, and how to fulfill other people's expectations. You fear that you will lack importance or cease to exist in the lives of others if you think for yourself and question the rules and roles you've been told define you. Wisdom and reason will remove this illusion so you can live authentically in the world around you, find your true purpose, and become your real self. Episode number 73. Why is everyone looking at you? What is life? in a nutshell. Get born. Get an education. Get a job. Go to work. Get married. Have children. Follow fashion. Pray to a God. Real or imaginary, it doesn't matter. Act normal. Imitate others. Obey all titles, badges, and diplomas. Don't walk on the grass. Watch the clock. Watch TV. Watch your step. Obey all rules, written and especially unwritten. Obey the law. Obey the anonymous. They carry an umbrella because they say it will ring. Take your pills because they say it's good for you. Live for tomorrow because they say it will be better than today. Save for old age. Age. Disease. Die. That's life. Now, repeat after me. I am free. Voltaire, a philosopher famous for his wit, said, it is difficult to free people from the chains they revere. Sometimes, dishonesty means running away from the very things you should be running toward. Stop trying to run away from your freedom. Pretending that your choices and decisions have been made for you is just deceiving yourself. You're just making excuses to avoid choosing how to live. At any and all points, you are free to choose. Personality is just an excuse. Your likes, dislikes, needs, wants, desires, feelings, emotions, and attitudes are just excuses not to choose. You don't do things because you like them. You don't avoid things because you dislike them. You don't do things because you enjoy them. Because you can always choose to like, dislike, and enjoy other things. You can always change your attitude. You can always change your tastes and preferences. You can always ignore your desires. You can always choose different wants and needs. You can always ignore your emotions and choose to do something else. Not even your deepest desires. Society's most important social conventions or your personal survival needs can excuse you from the freedom you are condemned to. You can always say, I would prefer not to. And just like Bartleby, you can always freely choose not to fulfill other people's expectations. Be honest. You do it on a daily basis. You eat more than you know you should. You exercise less than you know you should. You waste more time than you know you should. You love yourself more than you know you should. But when it comes to a major matter, like how you live your life. You just automatically, unthinkingly, robotically, just do as you're told. Now, repeat after me, it's my life. Your freedom is wider and deeper than you think or care to admit to yourself. Freedom is without guidance or direction. Social conventions may guide your behavior, but only because you choose to be guided by them. You were born in the herd, but you don't have to stay. You are always free to leave. You don't have to follow the leader. You are always free to think for yourself and choose your own path. You are free. You are condemned to a total, absolute freedom that you cannot avoid or escape from. No matter how fast or how far you run not one of your footsteps leads you away from it if your mind is so captive that you are unaware of your absolute freedom you are living in error if you recognize your freedom even for a tenth of a second but ignore it you are living alive Men and women by the dozens are proudly born, proudly live, and proudly die in error and falsehood, like a criminal who is proud of his prison cell. Sometimes you have to go the wrong way to get to the right place. When you are born, you are thrown into a world of lies. From the moment of birth, you are surrounded by people who are committed to fulfilling your every need and desire as if their life depends on your happiness. No matter how frivolous your wants may appear to others, your every wish is fulfilled. The world you are thrown into is caring and compassionate. It cares about your comfort. It cares about your satisfaction, your dreams, your goals, your interests, your pleasure, and your happiness. The world you are born into makes you feel like you are your own Supreme Being. Then you grow up, and you are thrown full force into another world, the real life world, a world where no one else ever bothers to think about you no one else pays any attention to your life and your happiness you simply don't exist in the lives of others you are not real but you are not unreal you are just taken for granted like an eye in its field of vision the real life world is apathetic and indifferent to your needs and goals, your hopes and aspirations, your triumphs and tragedies, and frankly, your existence. The best guide you have to the mind of others is your own mind. The next time you attend a crowded concert, look over the other persons in the audience. If any one of them just ceased to exist would it make the slightest difference to you? Your life is just as unimportant to everyone else. The next time you ride in a busy elevator, pay attention to whether you even think about the other passengers. You act as if they don't exist. So they don't, and neither do you. If you just disappeared in a puff of philosophy, it wouldn't make the slightest difference to the world. The world's indifference may seem cruel and inhumane, but it is human. All too human. Yet, despite the world's conspicuous and even hostile indifference to my individual wants and needs, why do I feel like everyone is always looking at me? Whenever I sit alone in a movie theater, everyone stares at me, Everyone wonders why I'm sitting alone without a wife or a child or a friend. Whenever I eat alone in a restaurant, everyone judges me. Everyone wonders what is wrong with me. Whenever I spill my coffee at Starbucks, everyone thinks about how clumsy I am. Whenever I wear a bow tie, Everyone laughs at me behind my back. Whenever I wear pantyhose in the summer, everyone thinks I'm crazy. Okay, I accept that everyone else is as disinterested in me as I am in them. So why do I feel that everyone else is always thinking about me, studying me, and judging me because you crave their approval and acceptance. That's why it is your profound need for conformity and belonging that engenders your obsession with the imaginary, but no less real, scrutiny and judgment of others. Santa Claus may not be a real person, but the idea of Santa Claus exerts great pressure on you to think, feel, and act in certain ways during the Christmas season. God may or may not be real. No matter, the idea of God still exerts great pressure on believers to behave in certain ways. Imagination is just as important as truth and just as real in its consequences for human behavior. If you define everyone, as looking at you, and you think, feel, and act as if everyone really is looking at you, say, by feeling ashamed or embarrassed, then, indeed, everyone is looking at you. Your definition of reality is true, simply because you behave As if it is true, your thoughts and feelings and actions make it true. True, not for everyone, true only for you, the person doing the defining. You imagine your appearance to others, you imagine their judgment of your appearance, And, as a consequence, you experience certain real, positive, or negative thoughts and feelings about yourself. Reality isn't something that surrounds you. Reality is in the eye of the beholder. Use your own mind as a guide. The next time you ride a crowded bus, think about thinking. Pay attention to your thoughts. Are you thinking about how any other passenger looks or is dressed? Are you studying or inspecting any other passenger on the bus? Are you judging this or that quality or attribute of any other passenger? You are so profoundly indifferent to the other passengers, just as if they are invisible or don't even exist. Everyone feels just like you. Everyone feels like the one and only real passenger. Everyone feels alone on the bus. It is a lonely crowd. Your deep need for conformity and its pleasurable sense of approval and belonging manufactures a reality. A manufactured reality that is no less real, though it exists only in its consequences for you and your behavior. Imagine a boy playing in a landfill. He spots an abandoned refrigerator. The child investigates the refrigerator as if it's a new toy and accidentally locks himself inside. He yells and screams, but no one hears his cries for help. After a day and a night, the boy is rescued. Years later, as an adult, the man develops an intense, and crippling fear of riding in elevators. A talk therapist helps the man to see the psychological connection between his earlier fear of refrigerators and his later fear of elevators. And the instant he makes the psychic connection in a puff of philosophy the man's fear of elevators suddenly disappears. Once you make the psychic connection between what you're feeling and why you're feeling it, your captivity is over. You suddenly have the power to stop. You are no longer a prisoner of your emotions. You are free. That's just what happened to Charles Dickens, Scrooge. Once you make the psychic connection between your craving for acceptance and belonging, and your feeling that everyone, everywhere, is judging you, suddenly, you are free. You are no longer a prisoner of society. Suddenly, no one is looking at you. No one is thinking about you. No one is judging you. You have overcome the desire for approval and conformity. You are free. The world's indifference is a profound opportunity. Indifference can be the source and an infinite ocean of liberation and release. You don't have to conform. If conformity doesn't agree with your own wisdom and good sense, just stop it. You don't have to dance or not dance. You don't have to play the game or not play. You don't have to lead or follow the herd. You can just know yourself, be yourself, and think for yourself. Be a living example that liberates others from their own self-imprisonment. You can be the key to their chains. Reality is in the mind. Your life is not outside yourself beyond your influence and control. Your life is what you make of it, right between your ears. Marcus Aurelius said, what is outside my mind means nothing to it. Nothing can help or hurt you as much as your own thoughts. So be gentle with yourself. Thank you for listening. I hope you will take what you've learned and be a better person. Think for yourself. Question everything Accept nothing that does not agree with your own reason and good sense. And I promise you, despite its sham and drudgery, you will get on pretty well in this crazy world. I'm Dr. Robert Corey. Until we meet again, be good.